0: Stall It with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast proudly
1: sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from here Five Lamps is the locally brewed, great tasting beer. Try a local in your local. Get the facts. Be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie.
0: Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you yeah, just stall it look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Welcome on and bleed and stall it.
2: Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher.
0: We'll stall it for a crack. We're gonna have a laugh. How are you doing? Welcome to It, episode something or other. Stall is a go-loud original podcast proudly sponsored by The Five Lamps. Mm. The mm. beer. From Ah Here. Oh, i love a sip of that. I'd love a sip of that right now. Yeah. What are your point of that? I'd
2: drink it cautiously, though, for the first one. Yeah? Because I would have only visited the website, website? on my fourth just before, drinkaware.ia. Oh, yeah. I would have only visited the website before I took my fourth sip, so i kind of like ease myself into that, because I'm only getting to know all about responsible drinking
0: at that oh, stage. okay, right, yeah, 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 I get you. But then you can really enjoy the Five lamp beer from our Here. Oh yeah. Of course, yeah. But oh, that's just me now. Oh, no, no, no. Right. Each did our own. Yeah. But everyone should do that. Absolutely. So much to talk about on this podcast. Teenage discos, weren't they a bit of crack? And Joe's weird trips
1: out to the country.
0: Yeah. And like, yeah. growing up in a disadvantaged area and not knowing that you are disadvantaged. Yeah. You stick don't want to that. You have to stick around. You have to stick around. It's fantastic. Oh, and before Before we get into it, before we get into it, I might just say this to you. And I know you already know, but it's I'd better off repeating now. Fell in lo- What's that song? I don't know We have a live show In Vicar Street On the 29th of September Yeah Stall it live Tickets are limited At this point it's So alive. if you are An avid listener And you don't want to miss this And you don't Get a ticket Get you, a ticket You don't want to miss it Because we want you to stall it We do want you to stall That's it That's what it's all about So you know? Come on and fucking stall it. On with the show How are you feeling today Darren Conway? I have a headache Always have a fucking headache, man. I've you haven't had get a headache in a while.
2: I'm, th- f- I'm falling apart. You had a headache last week, too. Yeah,
0: do you think it's psychosomatic? Do you think you're just convincing yourself that you have a headache just mm. to kind of give yeah, you a little yeah. bit of? Yeah, do you think
2: I, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac to be fair?
0: Yeah, are okay. you drinking water again? I've been drinking lots of water lately. Okay, do you know
2: like what I don't difference. like about drinking water? The amount of your piss.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, am I even drinking water if it's coming out that quick? I know it gets to a certain point where as soon as it goes in, it's just coming it's out. Just like. You drink one bottle of water and you're pissing like five times in an hour. Like a racehorse
2: galloping to the jacks. fucking, fucking Do you know the way I was sick? Yeah. What did you have?
0: I went to the doctors to get seen to. I went to the D-Doc. The D-Doc? The old D-Doc. I love a D-Doc. And I went into to him to see where the crack was because my throat was fucking killing me. I mean tonsils or whatever the balls are at the back of your neck. Glans. The glands. They were swollen. And you know when they're so swollen and you're going when you're swallowing. It stings. It hurts. It's painful, like big lumps in the back of your throat. All I could eat was like soup and soft pastas and stuff like that. It was really, really sore. And he had a look in my throat and he says, Do you have any history of thyroid disease in your family? And I says, Uh no, no. And he goes, Are you sure? I says, yeah, no, no thyroid disease in my family. He goes, all right, okay. And then he goes back to his computer and he starts typing in whatever, no thyroid disease. And then he looks back and he goes, because your eyes are very big. And usually if your eyes are big like that, it's because of thyroid disease. And I went, yeah, well, that's just the way they are. There's no thyroid disease. I'm not here because of my eyes. I just have very big eyes. And then he went back to his computer and a couple of seconds later, he just goes, you're very pale as well. Like, I feel mean, like he was just having a go at me. <laughs> I was like, fuck off. Next, he's just going to turn around and say, and you're an ugly bastard. <laughs> like, and I'll tell you one you thing,
2: alone, you're one ugly fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a bit of <laughs> <laughs> On
0: your way, you ugly bastard.
2: <laughs> and your hair.
0: Yeah, it's t- t- receding there, mate. It's very thin. <laughs> very thin hair. Very pale. Like, mate, I have a sore throat. Will you just give me some? Antibiotics for fuck's sake, having a go at me. (laughs) Just slagging you like. So I have a smell at you. Smellish. Oh,
2: God. Leave me alone. And you're very
0: tall, aren't you? (laughs) You're a bleeding lanky string of piss. Are you sure there's no thyroid disease in your family?
2: (laughs) What's that got to do with thyroid disease? We're starting on you.
0: Just having a go at you. Bullying me.
2: Did he get up and go head to head with you? So what are you going to do about it? Go on.
0: Go on. I see you wearing a Manchester United jersey. Brand new. Have it a few weeks, yeah.
2: It's okay. Got that uh, for my birthday.
0: I watched that uh, documentary, The Deepest Breath.
1: Oh yeah, saw that. What would you, you know? think? Very good.
0: So I haven't watched it and I tried to watch it and the opening scene is obviously very, very, very harrowing but then they start speaking in a different language and whatever streaming service I was watching it didn't on have the subs. didn't have the subtitles so I'm waiting to watch it now on. That happened
2: to me a few weeks ago watching The Godfather. Ugh. Especially Part 2. Yeah, there's a lot like, of there's like, a lot of Italian in uh, The Godfather. <laughs> I was just going with that mannerisms. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Car blows up, kills his new wife. Spoiler. <laughs> Come on too. how long is it now? <laughs> oh, well, 40 years, years ago. 50 years, but yeah, the deepest breath, oh,
1: unbelievable. Is oh, I want to talk
2: so much about it, like, but you haven't seen it.
0: Well, give me the context. What's it about?
1: Free divers, free divers, yeah. So, people who dive without any breathing apparatus, um, so
0: just holding their breath,
1: yeah, yeah, for a long time and they see how far they can go. On. What's the
2: world record in it? We're told at the start, I think it's like 101 or else just 100 meters, is it?
1: Yeah, I think at the yeah. I'm looking at a record here of 128 metres. It would have been... Jesus. Well, it's uh, that's for a man. Yeah, so it's This for, one is focused on the women. Yeah. Who go free diving. So, I think the record was like 98 or 99 metres or something like that. And it, At the time, at the start of the yeah. documentary. It was like, yeah, yeah. And you follow um, one woman who's trying to break that. And her eventual coach is an Irish guy. Who is from Glasnevin.
0: Wow. Was it? Yeah.
1: There
2: you go. It's going to win awards. Oh, yeah. Like It's very All extreme. of them.
1: All of them. Every award available, yeah. that'll win. Like what can happen to the body? There's kind of a point where the diver won't even realise they've gone too far and then the body starts shutting down yeah, they they get. There's itself.
2: there's this term for it,
1: isn't it? There? Like there's one scene where they,
2: they get so close to the top and they like run out of breath. And the people that are there, what are they called? The trainers? What are they called? Spotters? Safety, safety fucking... Yeah, they kind of like spotters. Safety. Yeah. I don't know. They like have to lift their head and pull them to the top and then it looks like they're having a fit, doesn't it? Mm, Yeah. And then they come
0: around like... I just don't know why people would do that. Like I said it before, I don't know why people climb Everest. Like there's nothing up there. Nothing up there for you. You can get in a plane, get in an airplane and you can fly higher than Everest. It's not an incredible feat in this day and age. People aren't climbing Mount Everest Everest for the views.
2: What he climb I mean, the, force the adrenaline. Above.
0: It's just you putting your life like,
2: on the line. We're definitely not into that sort of thing. But like, there's so many people out there that like live for it. That buzz.
0: Any appreciation for the idea of just doing something because it's a challenge? Yes, but not if it's a challenge that puts your life in risk to a certain degree, to a certain percent of like fifty percent. Like there's a 50% chance you're going to die if you climb Everest. Maybe even a bigger percentage.
1: I don't think it's that high.
0: If you reach the top, it's not that high. I think there's a high probability of you dying. If I tried to climb Everest, there's like a flip of a coin that I could just die if I'm not careful. Everest?
1: It's about 1%. I mean, 1% chance of death is pretty high in any activity though.
0: Ah, do One percent. the time, there it's one percent the chance of dying getting in a <laughs> so car. You, you're doing it. I'll backtrack on that then. But dude, like holding
1: your breath and is going deep under 1% the water, one percent chance of dying if you get in a car. Probably a bigger. So every hundred car journeys you take, you die.
0: No, because every single time is a difference. That's like roulette. That's like saying roulette. If you put money on thirty-five, you will definitely win in every forty-eight spins. No, yeah, that's not. That's saying, not how
1: odds work. If you're saying it's a one percent chance, that means. On average, it should happen one out of every hundred times. That's not how it works. That is how it works. That's not how it works. <laughs> if you say it's a one percent chance, that is how it works. But each time you get like in a hundred to one shot.
0: The reason it's a hundred to one is But it's a hundred it's a hundred to one every time you get in a car.
1: No, it's not a hundred to one. It's, is not,
0: it? it's that's that's like saying I get in the car now, there's a hundred to one chance of me getting hit by another car and dying. And then I don't. And then the next time I get in a car, it's fifty to one
1: chance. It's the law of averages. So on average, once in every hundred like Say someone is... You alright over there?
0: Absolutely Listen check. to out. his voice notes. Absolutely check. Sorry, sorry. I checked out there completely. <laughs> this doesn't interest you at all. Say that you have...
1: Erling Haaland is 3-1 to one to score against Liverpool. Yes. That would mean the bookies expect that if he plays them three times, he will score once. Statistically, but that's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. I'm not saying it's guaranteed, but I'm saying on average... If you're saying it's a 1% chance of death on Everest means if 100 people climb Everest, chances are one of them is dying. So if you say 1% chance of death in a car, if 100 people take a car journey, chances are one of them is dying. No, 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 no. I just disagree yep. with you fundamentally. It's like the, the roll of a dice. Do we have any mathematicians who listen to this? Does it, I, know, I know what you're trying to say. No, you're thinking of a coin flip where it resets yeah, coin every flip. time. But it's not. It is. But coin flip is 50% every single time.
0: no. Nah. It's 24 then,
1: like, If there's a 1 in
0: 100% chance Does that mean I have to do it 100 times Before it's the force? Because then I could just do it one time And it could happen then And that means It's a 100% chance It's a percentage Of the possibility Of it happening In that one incident Not in Over the space of time
1: Yeah but You're saying You're starting from the point Of talking about Everest And people climbing it And we're saying You have a 1% chance Of death on Everest Yeah I do that If it's 1% Yeah but that's like what I'm that. saying to you that, that means 1 in every 100 people On average who go up Everest, will die. Yeah, I know, I know what you
0: mean. But is that actually the statistic? Is it one in a hundred people die? Yeah, the probability is just how likely something is. That I would definitely be that one person. Yeah, we'd we'll just end up slipping. <laughs> we went to get... Like, Ollie had a tongue tie when he was born. And we went to the doctors to get his tongue tie released. So what they do is, you know the string on your tongue? Cut it. You just slice that and cut it. And they went through the statistics with us. They said, there's a one in 10,000 chance... Of like a little bit of bleeding And there's a 1 in a 100% chance Of a lot Of a lot of bleeding And then there's a 1 in a million chance Of him needing to go to hospital And I said to him Why did you tell me the odds? I'm, like don't tell me the odds Because I'll be that 1% Like I'll be that 0.01% And then he cut his tongue And then there was loads of bleeding Like why the fuck did you You jinxed it You fucking jinxed it Keep that shit to yourself man What percentage did he fall in for the bleeding? 1 in 100,000 There was loads of bleeding he just didn't have to go to hospital. Fuck fuck's sake. <laughs> so do you reckon you will fall off Everest? you will be the one. It's not falling off. It's just like there's no oxygen. Oh, right, right. So you need oxygen tanks and you need to share the oxygen because you can't carry that much weight. Uh, it's freezing cold. You have to camp on the way up. Like it takes you a long time to climb Everest. When you're climbing Everest, you go up, acclimatise, and then you come back down. You go up, acclimatise, and then you go back down. And then you go up a little bit further. And you acclimatise and you come back down. You do that over and over. And that's when you kill yourself. It's on them little journeys. Mm. It's mad. And then once you die, there's no way of rescuing the body. So you're just stuck up on Everest and you just... Most
1: people don't... <laughs> they die in what they call the death zone, which is like way up the mountain. Yeah. It's not going up... Going People do die doing that. Yeah. But there's a death zone where the oxygen gets real thin and nobody and can come help you. There's a short window as well that you can do it. And then people... Stand
0: on the top and he take the pictures and he take fucking ages. And that's when the people like behind them, they die because these Egypts are taking photographs at the top of the blade Mount. Influencers. Or of influencing, yeah.
1: It's only a matter of time. <laughs> I'll be up to <laughs> Everest. Little experience. Shorts. Thousand quid for a photo shoot <laughs> Speaking of documentaries, there is a brilliant was it Everest? No, it was K two. What's it called? The summit. On oh, no. out. someone tried to climb to the top K2 is the world's most dangerous mountain I think it's the second highest mountain but more people die going up but then die going up Everest and the story in the documentary The Summit is about this group including this Irishman who go up and everything goes wrong turns into a complete disaster very well made powerful stuff just don't do it you would after watching that you probably wouldn't want to do it
0: and it's just all millionaires going and getting Sherpas to do the hard work. Mm. The Sherpas go up and set up their camps and everything for them. Ah, jazz. So they don't even do that for themselves. And then the Sherpas. That takes the, out the
2: experience, isn't
0: it? The Sherpas bring the oxygen to the top and then come back down and stuff and ah, come I here. That fucking. Cook them food and everything. Yeah. It's probably just a lot of protein, pancakes, beans on toast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so neither of you are climbing Everest. No. I don't um, think I need to listen to an episode of Stollet to figure that out.
0: Murder wants to go to the base camp. I don't. I'm like, if you're going <laughs> to. I mean, I do it or I don't. Like, don't
1: fucking. Another one for your reluctant bucket list.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, but that's genuine. Like, I'm like, why do you want to go to fucking base camp? <laughs> the bottom of Everest? It's, it's hard to get to hard it. It's hard though. to get to it, yeah. Mm. How do you get to it? The 40A. Suck out go there? Yeah, go to base camp. later. Did you get a Christmas bonus working in the pub? Never, never. Did you not? No, never. All I got was stick. Did you go to a Catholic baby school? I went to St. Vincent's, like the junior infants. What is that level called? Preschool? VTech level five. (laughs) (laughs) Came out of high babies with a bleeding (laughs) diploma. But was yours a Catholic school? Yeah. When you got your lunch, do you remember singing a song? It's like, bless the food we eat today. Yeah. Bless the hands that make it. I do remember that,
2: but it didn't last long. Because everyone's like, I'm not fucking singing that anymore. (laughs) we <laughs> that muffin, yeah, and that racing car milk. <laughs> we used to sing that every day. Oh, and did you Not have racing time. car milks?
1: No, we didn't get free food. Did you pay for your food? Yeah, the art school didn't get lunches. The art school? Art Air school. school. Air school. Air school. All right. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, now I get you. <laughs> you silly bully. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, we weren't one of them at-risk kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were the ones that got the warm milk yeah. and the like fly. They were just definitely afraid that we
1: weren't getting fed at home. <laughs> that
0: is <laughs> what is. They'd, be, what they'd be right.
1: Some areas, yeah. Is it? Yeah. My wife got it. She was asking me about I was going, what are you talking about? No, we didn't get free food or, or milk or anything like that. I thought every school got that. I was like, no, you had to be in a certain area. Yeah. Where don't impressive. get me wrong.
2: like The food was awful that they gave you. Like brown bread sandwiches. One week it'd be uh, cheese or another week it'd be corned beef. Remember them? Corned beef sandwich, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. They were my favourite. <laughs> I fucking love the corned beef sandwich. But th- th- it's funny <laughs> that you say that because the only kind of trigger in the mem- in memory for me, O'Connell's primary school where I used to go started to do a breakfast club and I was like, oh, lovely. Get a cocoa Pops or something, like, you know what I mean? That's not cornflakes and Weetabix that you get at home I said man I want to go to the breakfast club tomorrow and she'd say you're in your bollocks going to the fucking breakfast club they'll think that I'm not feeding you here <laughs> like, the breakfast club the breakfast club I was like but everyone's gone everyone's gone they're getting bleeding cocoa pops. so I'm sitting here with bleeding corn cornflakes I don't, want, don't even fucking like cornflakes I have any more cornflakes turn into a bleeding cornflake that cornflakes. primary school? In primary school They had a yeah.
2: breakfast club In secondary school
0: A breakfast club yeah. Did they yeah They'd have them in disadvantage there It's only now That you're saying that That I'm like Oh shit I thought every school Would just have like A breakfast club But I suppose it's just For people that Don't get fed at
1: home And then after school Projects and stuff like that you get a bit yeah. of dinner Dash schools now Will get them They're really important The breakfast club in particular Absolutely There's a lot of kids Who might not be getting Fed mm. at home They'll go to school Just because they know They'll get a nice breakfast And then they can Concentrate on that
0: There was a cafe On the corner of my road As well it was a cross-care. Do you, know, do you know cross-care? It's for homeless people. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know that it was for homeless people. And my dad used to always go to it and get a fry. He was like, Blaine Gray, down there and get a fry for two euro <laughs> Get a fry for two euro, But it'd be for homeless people and, and drug addicts and stuff, you know, to go into it. And I said to me mate one of the days, are we going to cross-care and get one of them cheap fries? <laughs> and he didn't know. No, it was a soup kitchen. <laughs>
2: And they are probably asking, is everything all right? And you're like, yeah, oh, okay, brown, yeah, any brown sauce? <laughs> Going in with a, oh, stop. We go down to this place and get one of them cheap breakfasts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, we ordered a breakfast. Oh, it was for homeless people. <laughs> Me da used to go down all the time. We had a few, Bob. <laughs> he was grand. He's off to drink about 15 years. Didn't smoke for five years. Like, I'll oh, go down to the cross here, dude. Now go down to the Red Cross, <laughs> and then I go to St. Vincent's, get a nice soup. <laughs> fucking hell, that's fucking gas. When you grow up in a deprived area, you don't realize it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And then I talk to Moira about this stuff, and then she's like, No, that's not normal. Like, most people don't do that. And I'm like, What? You didn't have breakfast clubs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things that. I got from being from town Holidays That's Sunshine House We were talking on the radio show About Sunshine House Did you ever go down to Sunshine House? What's Sunshine House? Sunshine House is A monastery Down in Balbriggan That we all used to go to Every summer Everyone Everyone from around the area Every single kid From Summerhill North Strand Every one of them that's what it felt like anyway. No, we didn't go there. All the kids from the inner City and other deprived areas, but like, you know, the inner City would be one week and then Pear Street would be another week. Like. But we went down, it was all the kids from Summerhill Hill would go to Pear Street train station with their parents and they'd all get on the train and their parents wouldn't. Sort of like Hogwarts. Very like Hogwarts. But for scumbags. A with a trolley? <laughs> 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 Hogwarts for scumbags. And we'd all be on the train and all the parents would be left behind. And you'd be going on a holiday without your parents. You'd feel just pure freedom. Where was this? Brigan. <sighs> they take you down to Balbrigan. It's a monastery down in Brigan, And it's called Sunshine House. And you go down there for a week and it would be amazing. It'd be great. But it was run by St. Vincent de Paul. And I didn't know that it's another charity. It was just a charity case as a kid. The stuff that I used to do. But you'd go down to Sunshine House. They'd have you playing, like digging... Walking. They'd walking. have you the walking. <laughs> <laughs> they had you making roads. Uh, they had us uh,
2: digging the head off each other.
0: <laughs> but it was wild. Like, imagine all of the kids with no parental supervision. Hey, you, the wa- you
2: weren't just in the carpool.
0: Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> we yeah. were in a high vis
0: had to like <laughs> emptying bins, sweeping up smoke butts. It was wild, though. There was people banging. Like, there'd be a bus, <laughs> there'd be a coach every day because there'd always be kids sent home for being bold. For being bold. And then at the end of the trip, like they'd have tasks throughout the week. And then at the end of the trip, there'd be a big award ceremony. And they'd be like, for the best kid and for whoever dug the deepest trench. <laughs> we used to go to the beach and we used to yeah, dig like the, the biggest hole. The fucking maintenance for the place. Yeah, it and was. Just getting all the us to do it. But it was great. It was, a, it was a real coming of age thing because you had to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had to be a certain age. So You had to be over 13, under 17. So you used to meet girls and from around the area that you Discos, wouldn't normally meet. Like disc- There'd be a disco, Some yeah. Sunshine House Disco. Yeah, yeah. Or would you be like,
2: would you meet me, mate? Sort of yeah, but it's a
0: monastery, so it's run by priests and all. So you have I to, don't like that. you can't dance shoulder. You have to leave space for Jesus in the middle.
1: Yeah, gets <laughs> nice.
0: And did you? Okay, oh, left space for Jesus, yeah. I, I wasn't a girl's man. No girl would have been interested in me. Always the same. I'd be setting fellas up and all. Would you? Yeah. Did I was you a ever
2: go up and just like Did you ever just get the confidence after a few red bulls or something? Just go, we might want to know will meet me. Will you meet me? <laughs> you meet me? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, eh, no, you're rotten. Yeah, no, I'll meet you, mate. You didn't need, or, you didn't need to say that to me.
0: <laughs> you're lost.
2: <laughs> Another Red Bull? <laughs>
0: <laughs> a little disco. Barbie girl was out. Aqua. Yeah, Accra, fucking Dr. Jones, Jones, Jones. calling Dr. Yeah. Jones. It was around He's that back.
2: Do you remember going to a teenage disco and it was like chewing gums What is? <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let you in with chewing gums. Would they not? Every disco I went to, they were like, no chewing gums. Loud smokes or not? Not chewing gums. No vapes. I think I was stuck no vapes the ball and it was like a rented hall.
0: In Dublin 4? Are you talking about a the res? Rent- no, I never went to that. All I right. used to go to a disco called Setonians. Oh yeah. It was like a rugby club in something. Filth. All the lads from town. I never went to Suttonians but I'm aware of it and I'd heard so many stories about Suttonians. All the lads from town had just go and try to pull posh boards. Yeah. That's why we used to think they were all posh boards out in something. VR. Good crack though. Did you go? You came in from Finglas to go to Suttonians. Me and me mate used to go and
2: his dad used to drop us and collect us. His dad is a taxi man and uh, his dad used to charge us.
0: He used like, to charge his son? Like,
2: like 15 quid. Jesus. Is that a round trip, though? Or each way? There and back, yeah. Okay. That's alright Seven fifty each, lads. Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> <Ma>. <laughs> How That's
1: often man. did you go?
0: I'd say
2: twice a month. Really? For up until last week. <laughs> <laughs> I was Are like, oh. still a team. On, I'm too old for this. Is that still under 18's discos? Ah, that has to be. There was one in Finglas called the Wefta. Was that? You know the Wefta Football Club? Yeah. In their uh, shed kind of hall that they have there on the... Uh, Mellows Road. I think it's Mellows, is it? Ah, it doesn't matter. Marshmallows. Mellows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <they had laughs> Marshmallow Road. <laughs> they had uh, a disco in there. I never went to, but I remember Amy telling me she went to that one. it was an Ireland's Oil disco as well. You no, know, the Gaelic Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Spin disco.
1: You're a real connoisseur at the teenage disco. Yeah, you got you oh, got around. Used
2: to, we used to love it, man. It was the best.
1: I
0: never went to any of them.
2: Well, I was just used to be there just looking at me mates meeting boards and I'd be that'd <laughs> be me for, one day good for you, lads good for yous Soon enough now that'll be me one day
0: <laughs>
2: and all I have to say is well you're not laughing now are you
0: <laughs> when I was a teenager I was going to real discos like I was sneaking into oh, barcode in there. Yeah, yeah yeah I went to bar Yeah, I, I used went to, to barcode, barcode. there
2: was a barcode under 18s as well
0: shit crack though you can't drink at them
2: can you not <laughs> can you not know? <laughs> <laughs> Can't drink it at them
0: Oh
2: Okay Okay I'm picking up what you're putting down Just not saying I did that But There was A couple of people doing that
1: You're not going to lose any brand deals If you admit to underage drinking <laughs> <laughs> Well visit
2: Drink aware, I just saying, I, You did
1: visit Drink I, Aware yeah.
2: visit Drink On, on me, Sony
0: Yeah, You went to the internet cafe first And went <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
2: yeah <I> took, a, <laughs> took a quick selfie And then went
0: Visit Drink Aware.ie Update no, the babe With your fresh tips With a magan. So I used to go to clubs on my brother's passport. He's like four years older than me. So he was like 22 and I was 17 trying to get into these nightclubs. And did you get in all the time? I'd get in a lot of the time, yeah. A lot of the time I'd get in. But I just look back now and I I see photographs and I look back now and I'm like, because I was only 17, I try to overcompensate. I was very skinny i try to overcompensate and I'd put on like a waistcoat oh. over
2: <laughs> over the shirt.
1: <laughs>
0: and then
2: they'd let you in and you just go is there anything else you need from me sir?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Fogel over here.
0: <laughs> yeah it was. Yeah. yeah my gloving. You know I seen him on a night out once. On my 24th birthday I was hammered. We were flaunting around I used to go to the Law Society oh, down that. on uh, St. William Street and he was outside. Yeah. I started chatting to him. I got a picture and all of him, I don't know where it is, though. But it was like, people call me Mike Lovin and all. And he was like, I oh, know hey man. Nobody else was harassing him around. And I know I shot to him down for a little while. That's my claim to fame. Chatting to Fogle. Yeah, I don't know what his real name is.
2: It's uh, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it was.
0: It's Christopher Mintz Plus.
2: How does yeah, nobody like know his name? Like, if you ask someone, what's Mike Lovin's name? They'll never know. Because
0: he's a one hit wonder. No, he was in kick ass. Was he? Yeah, and Kick Ass too. What was the name? What was he was the, in the other one what, as well with the swords with yeah. uh, Sean William Scott. Oh, yeah. And what was the name? <laughs> it was was uh, in Kick Ass. What was his name? Like when he was the bad guy. The motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he only ever got cast in them roles, though. Yeah. Like a geek that thinks he's cool, which he's brilliant at. Huh? Yeah. Fantastic at. But he, you know, I don't think he liked playing them characters. He think he fancied himself. He kind of like your man's sets... Not Seth Rogen. Who's the Joni Hill? Joni Hill. He fancies himself an actor as well. He's a good actor. He is a good actor, but like he's always gonna be super bad,
2: isn't he? Is it? Yeah. Say it to me, face. A little butler, innit? he? He always says things and walks off. I feel like uh, I'm inviting in demons to possess me. Because of this podcast.
0: How? Do
2: you remember I said the uh, bread just like magically floated out of the bin and fell on the floor at like four in the morning? Yeah. I heard a bang last night. And that fucking Lenore played and Spring Awakening was on the deck when I went in to look. And was your board doing the... She was in there fucking the washing. cleaning. Like, and I was like, it's two in the morning. No, honestly, like this, that happened. And it's like, how did that happen? Do you know that way? It was on the deck It was on the deck on the floor And the thing is like Parked off On the counter At the back There's no way it can fall Without Force or someone Tipping it
0: over Would your dog be up on the counter Knocking the shit down like He's at the end of the bed snoring Hair all over the fucking duvet So you think you have a poltergeist?
2: And I'm getting this weird feeling as well Just that There's someone in the gaff like At night
0: Would it be worse If it wasn't a ghost And it was a person? I know don't be saying that to me. Like a super fan. <laughs> and he just had access to your house and he was coming in and he was like, this is going to freak him out.
2: Feeling me figures and all.
0: Throwing Lenore bottles and then legging it.
2: <laughs> coming in, opening the toy cabinet and kissing Michael Morris. Go back to sleep. Shh, 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 go back to sleep there.
0: Night, night. Rest easy. Oh look, there's
2: Dr. Loomis. <laughs> go sleep.
0: Do you think maybe you're sleepwalking and you're knocking it down and then you're going back to bed and <laughs> then you're thinking, And then,
2: no, no. Because I'm awake. Was that like... You're t- awake. That, yeah, I was watching some film. And uh, I heard that and I just went,
1: <laughs> I'll
2: have to check that out. And then the Lenore was on the deck.
0: Are you for real? Like?
2: Swear to God, I'm not joking you.
0: Like, what could it be if you had to explain it as something that wasn't paranormal?
2: The only way of it, of explaining it is that maybe it was at a tilt and there was something under it. Like, it could be ant, like a bin bag or something that could have been there... Like a roll of bin bags that could have been it could have been on it a little bit and then it just gave away. After all, it was the washing machine on? Because
0: sometimes the washing machine vibrates. The no, the wasn't on. And, it wasn't know? on though. No. Ah well, then it must have been a ghost. <laughs> ah, <laughs> it must have been a ghost then. No other explanation for it then. But a lot a-, a while back on the podcast, I was saying when we
2: were talking about all that kind of stuff, I said I want to be possessed. I'm inviting them in. Do you remember that?
0: You did, yeah. I, I know. Said, Oh, you said you wanted it.
1: There are stories of... i not freak myself out with this one. There are stories of people noticing strange things going on in their house and then... Getting possessed? No, but it turns out someone else has been living there. What? There's a woman, Amber Dawn is her name. She was over in, uh, over in America and she moved into a, an apartment but it was on the top floor. But she was hearing noises above her. And like over like six months, she'd sometimes notice like food was gone or, you know, those things where you go, I'm sure I turned that off or I right closed that mm. or whatever. Uh, one day she came home and the place was flooded and her puppy was in the sink. And that was really weird, obviously, but she's going, I didn't do that. Yeah. I didn't put that puppy in the sink. As if someone was trying to save the puppy. And then not too long after that, I think she was sitting on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet.
2: I didn't take that shit. That wasn't me doing that little <laughs> poo.
1: That's yeah. not my, I didn't have sweet corn. <laughs> I had to, sorry. One day she called in sick to work. It's obviously broke her routine. Oh. And she was having a bath and lying there. And she noticed the attic door opening.
0: Oh, stop. Fuck yeah. off. The old story. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, the old
0: story coming down. Playing some hell one up in the store. Right? Was it a
2: man or a woman living there? Um, or a family? Imagine it was a family, kids and all.
1: Never caught. The never police caught. showed up and went up to the attic and they found a nest of this person's stuff, sleeping bag, bit of food, a book. But they never, never caught
2: them. How could you? How could you not hear a bit of noise in your attic of someone up there? Like obviously they move and stuff. I
0: mean, if there's a mouse in my attic, I can hear the scratching. But if there was some old one up there reading books and <laughs> pottering around, them, <laughs> ah, come here. Jesus Christ! That is mad. That is. I don't have an attic, fine. so
2: there's no way for them to hide if they're in my gaff. They probably just have a key.
1: That's possible. No,
2: have an alarm. It'd go off. Do they know they the code. Know your code? They don't. You probably. Well, it's me code for everything, so I'm gonna have to change it. It's your code for everything. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Hello. We <laughs> 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 phone code is the same as me code on my house. <laughs> That's a bit dodgy, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Like yeah.
2: if someone was spying on me and I was sitting on the bus and I opened my phone they were like and then they just like come in at like four in the morning and then tip over the Lenore. Like, yeah. That's what I do. That's the first thing
0: I do is tip over some detergent. I have something to tell you. Detergent. Man. I've been sneaking into your house. Have you? At the early hours of the morning and just kind of changing shit a little bit. Like putting the forks in the knife drawer and putting the knives in the fork drawer. That's been me. Was he you? Yeah, last Funny night.
2: Funny enough that I noticed that, like, I know you're messing, but like, there has been a few knives and forks in the wrong places, <laughs> now that you said it.
1: How precise are you with your cutlery? Not very. I think I actually just
2: beat and throw them in, maybe it was just me.
0: Yeah, I take my knives and forks out of the dishwasher, and I just volley all of them, and wherever they land, they just stay there. One in Moira's head. Yeah.
2: Leave <laughs> Sorry about there. that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a mad one, that.
2: I'm waiting for more things to happen. I just feel like there's going to be this like smoke coming into my room. And I'll open the door and follow the smoke. And in the kitchen, it'll be just like red. or like a red LED, kind of. I thought you were going to say Snoop Dogg having a
1: joint. No, just creepy, kind of. What's much more likely is you'll just wake up. Thing. Yeah, that's very Hollywood, though. Yeah, it's very Hollywood. You're much more likely to just wake up. And, and be just someone that gone. No, you won't even see them. You just notice Amy's levitating. Fuck! Hovering above the bed while asleep. Fuck! And then the Amy knows
2: that. Amy knows that I'm afraid of the exes, yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. And sometimes she puts her hair down. <laughs> All, like You know, like, throws her hair over her face. And she'd be, like, coming up the hall, like... Ugh. I'd be like, fuck off! <laughs> fuck off! Like, just to annoy me.
0: That's super creepy. And I'm like, that's nothing. <laughs> the creepiest thing for me is when... Are you ever lying in bed with Amy and it's dark but you can kind of just see the outline of Amy's face. You're just kind of looking at her and you're is she staring at me? Like is her eyes open? Yeah because you What's can't it? see like yeah yeah. It's so
2: creepy. Do you have a, you looking at me? Do you have a, you have a telly in your bedroom yeah? Like a projector. Would you watch that before you go to sleep? Yeah. And the room is so bright from that. Same to me telly I've got like a small telly in the room and it's so bright and it fills the room with light. And then when you like knock her off to go to sleep You can't see anything in the room. Like, it's pitch black. It's Mm -hmm. like your eyes are closed. I'd be like, imagine just someone came up to you and went, Yeah, really?
0: (laughs) 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 Just someone standing there, like not even levitating. That's like too outlandish. But if I woke up at three in the morning and Mara was just standing there staring at me, I'd be just like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? This is fucking... What are you doing? Stop. What's this? What? What's going on? Who are you? Do you want a cup of tea? that's that's spooky yeah just standing there that's the shit that freaks me out even when I'm watching films when I see a monster I'm like ah it's not scary anymore but when there's just hints and indications that there's something nefarious at play like like, paranormal
2: activity done it well like that made it that couldn't happen
0: Blair Witch Project you don't see anything in it for the entire
1: film Psycho so good Psycho Psycho, yeah Psycho yeah Hereditary I still haven't watched that I'm too scared to watch that Ah yeah, you? you two have scared me too. That
0: that really? that, that is a weird one that played yeah. on your mind. Like. I started watching Arias. That's Ari Aster, uh, Hereditary, and Midsummer. Midsummer. I started watching. Bow was afraid. It's like three hours long, but it's fucking mad. It's just like somebody said, "Man, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You're just great at making scary films." But this is like just a psychological, weird fucking film. Beautifully shot. Amazing. Really interesting Filmmaking Who is it that made them movies? Are the Aster
2: Is it? He should have done the Exorcist remake Or sequel thing That's coming out Imagine that
0: Yeah but it, it, I think he, it he does it to somewhere else. Yeah. stuff He doesn't do like I mean, and I'm, a, coming, I'm yeah, yeah. fucking possessed <laughs> nah, <laughs> I'm possessed man. I'm the devil
1: <laughs> All the hauntings you ever read about That are kind of credible It starts off with just Did that chair just move? And little things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the children saying they see something in the room at night. <laughs> and it ramps up and ramps up until it becomes violent over a long up. period of time. So it's never like the cinematic moment of the demon standing over the bed or floating yeah. above you, which is so much scarier. And that's why those I stories was, are so I scary. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. That is It seems so much plausible. Scary. And when you turn it off and you walk upstairs, you...
0: There's some supernatural shit that I find really interesting. Like, I remember a long time ago seeing a documentary and it was about this kid and he was about 12 and he claimed to be reincarnated. And he brought them to the crime scene and everything. He right? remembered his life before. Yeah. And he brought them to where, wherever, yeah, like, I don't know if it was a crime scene. That it was crime a,
2: scene, it's just somewhere where he like passed away in his previous life or something like that. Yeah, he remembered everything know, about remember his life. Something like that, yeah.
0: And he went and he said, I have a packet of smokes in my coat." And my coat is hanging up on the back of the door upstairs next to the toilet. And he was never heard in his life. And they went and true to his words, there was a coat hanging up with smokes in his inside pocket on the second floor of his old gaff. And this wasn't an American. I think this was like a Middle Eastern kid, if I'm remembering right. But like he had uh, like, oh, uh, you couldn't spoof that. You probably could, but it would be very complicated. You'd have to walk with somebody miles away and. Say yeah, put a coat up and
1: yeah, yeah. lucky
0: oh. strike in the top pocket. And
1: that's what they the people looking into these things always check out. Like, is there like an accomplice who could be working with them? Yeah, but they can't always keep on calling.
0: Foreign accent syndrome.
2: What's that? Just when you... just when you wake up racist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a bear in China, <laughs> and. It... It's in a zoo, and it's learned that if it stands up and and gives the crowd a wave, that it'll get filled. But it looks like... It looks like
2: a man in a zoo. I've looked at it, and it looked like the bear was wearing skinny jeans. You know when you see someone wearing skinny jeans, and you just don't have an arse? Flat arse, yeah. I just, like, stand there with a coffee. Yeah, (laughs) like an Irish teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's mad though, isn't it? I found it, like, really weird to watch it. It was uncomfortable, because I've never seen a bear doing that before. Like, it's just...
0: Yeah. What the fuck? It's really weird looking. That doesn't look right. But it's, it's just another quirk of evolution or something. It knows that's how it's going to get filled. it. Like dogs... Give you the paw. ...got cuter. Because it new, new, better looking dogs mm. would be bred. I'm actually seeing a post about like dogs
2: from like years and years ago to the breed now. And the difference in them. They look so different. Like a pug looks way different than a pug now.
0: In what sense? What are
2: they, are they just cuter now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just look more well groomed and like everything about them is different.
0: Like their faces are cuter. It is though. They've been bred that way though, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Like you pick the cutest puppy and then the run to the litter gets put in a bag and thrown into a river. That is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. But you have a cute dog though, so so that's great. But that's so that's good. <laughs> I seen somebody with a little border Terrier when I was driving home one of the days and I felt like shouting out the window was saying where did you get that? Because I don't see anyone with a border Terrier and that's the dog what I do want. What do they look like? Like a little healthless little, <laughs> little sandy small small medium wiry brown hair little snow like if you were to draw a dog I feel like you'd draw a border Terrier that's kind of what I think yeah. they're gorgeous oh, oh they're very cute. smart and they're hypoallergenic isn't that a thing with dogs? Oh
2: damn I feel like their coat feels like a a dharma. Yeah.
0: Mad, uh... Rough. 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 Little brillo pad. Little black snouts on them. Brown (laughs) black snouts. Do you like them? Gorgeous. I feel like he'd sit down and have a smoke with you. (laughs) That's the kind of dog he is. Sit down and have a cup of bovril and a smoke. Like, at the end of the day, when you've, you've had a stressful day, you've been walking away, you put the kids to bed... Chat to your missus, uh, you're going up to bed there, and then you're down, you're watching a match of the day by yourself. I feel like he'd jump up on your lap with like a check blanket and have a pipe and a glass of whiskey. Yeah. He would. <laughs> Not you. He's the... He'd be like, oh, how was your day? And I'd be like, God, oh, don't talk <laughs> he to he look me. like the sort of dog that would just leave your gaff and
2: end up in Cabra or something and just know his way home. Yeah. Like he'd go out for the day, see what's
0: going on. <laughs> some dog, you'd be walking around the area and some dogs... <laughs> they walk like they know, like they have somewhere to be going. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like you are gonna walk past, like you are gonna put, walk past, and it's pit kind of pat stop right. and look at you. Yeah, it's, it's gonna say, "Alright, <laughs> just keep going." They look like they're on a mission; like they have somewhere to be. It's true. It's not like they're looking for a place to take a piss. Their heads up, and they're just like, "Right, <"Ari?" laughs> just keep going." Yeah, they're amazing little things.
1: I had a border collie, and like he sometimes go on a wander, and, and like if he got out and he was heading out. He was going to the harbour. The head up. He was gone. We he, knew, thought, he knew
0: where he was going.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, he told were.
2: us before about that he used to just like go off for days, wasn't it?
0: Uh, someone he else found he him. him and stuff.
2: There was a time
1: I caught someone trying to steal him, yeah. That was gas. But not gas. Because it's your dog. <laughs> but he got gone back, so it kind of is. Got right. him back. And he was calling him Sparkles. Sparkles? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was his actual name?
1: Monty. I can't imagine... God, uh, oh, my
0: name is Monty. We didn't give him No, name. your name's Sparkle. <laughs> no, it's not. It's fucking Monty. My
2: fucking Monty.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now, it was very late at night, and this gentleman had had a few drinks, and okay. I was out looking for Monty. <laughs> I found him walking around. and was like, that's my dog. He said, no, no, this is my dog. His name is Sparkles. <laughs> 100% sure that's my dog. So we'd steal him back. <laughs> Just take him back? Yeah. Well, it was a simple case of Monty, come on over here, and the dog ran over.
2: How weird but, do you have to be to, yeah. like, say no that's my dog when you clearly just like robbed it he was locked oh yeah <laughs> holding on to Paul swinging digs at young flus <laughs> <Yeah>, stealing
1: dogs
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh you're my dog now sparkles <laughs> no
2: sparkles yeah, come out, I want to give you a big hug and a big kissy and we go and we get some
0: dinner I'm going to call you sparkles because I can, I can I'm seeing sparkles <laughs> <laughs> Stuart Stuart Little Stuart Little the mouse
2: I went to see uh, Gran Turismo the movie the movie the film yeah there's a movie there's a film okay so I thought it was about the game itself like the video game it was like whatever the story is in that video game was adapted into a movie there is no story in the video game there is no story just get in a fucking car and go around and do a few laps Yeah. in the sun in the rain in the sleet so they made a film about doing that that's what I thought was going to be just like About that. driving. But like real life or whatever. What's it about then? It's about this fella from England who was like a massive Gran Turismo gamer and he was like in the rankings of the top 100 or something. He was like well known. And it's a true story. They wanted to create this competition that takes Gran Turismo gamers and put them into like actual like racing car driving like. Into actual cars, yeah. Into actual cars. Uh, did you know that? that no, I didn't that know was, that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So I was watching I was like, mad that he took like, gamers and just like, put them in the like, Tour de France and stuff. Is it Tour de France? That's, that's wrong. That's cycling. That's, that's cycling. <laughs> yeah. What's the... Le Mans 24 What's the 24 hour? hour? Le Mans, yeah. 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 Like Le Mans 24 hour, like they put them into that.
0: Why? Just because you can
2: play a video game. The fella games. that created Gran Turismo. I'm really good at Call of Duty, but don't put me into war. I know, war. <laughs> I know. But the fella that created Gran Turismo said that his goal was to actually like, make this game as close to reality as possible. So everything about it, like when you're like, souping up the car and adding things and hydraulics and everything, it's real. It's all real. Like, so he was like, these can definitely do this. Do you know the way? In real life. So uh, yeah, without giving too much away. He
0: What year was this in? Couldn't tell you.
2: Did you not see this film like two days ago? <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't give a timeline. It didn't? Just play it just played out. Maybe it did. Probably in text or something saying. You just drifted off. I said Le Mans 2000 and something and then I just went
0: popcorn. <laughs> 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 I love that you went to a film and you didn't even know what the film was about. You were just like video games and films? See I don't want to give it all away. Probably
2: this probably all gonna be taken out because you're literally ruining the movie that's not even out yet. You're never getting invited to another like yeah. premiere. And oh is there's it an not? embargo on it, so
0: But if it happened in real life it doesn't matter.
2: It's real. Yeah, life. but it's still the movie and I, I didn't know about it. So person gonna see the movie probably doesn't know about the story as well. I don't know. It's probably in the trailer. It's not an embargo, is there? swear to God it's been delayed and everything. So we can't use any of this. Well he could say that I went to see Gran Turismo <laughs> and he can say that the story is about say that embargo embargo embargo
0: I, you went to something there's an embargo on it and you're like straight away spilling the beans on the podcast I'm going to tell everyone <laughs> no we swear I won't say that. come here you'll and never know. only
2: when we were talking about it so.
0: off record like <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's
0: a lot of money one point four billion. Give me that once. Bit of it. Just give us, just give us a million. A million.
2: What's your other story? I was in. He the... went to another doctors and he said the same thing. He said I was an ugly bastard as well. I <laughs> a second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're I an ugly cunt. Yeah,
0: you're an ugly bastard as
1: well, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
2: Then he jumped on the phone and like was he in with you as well?
1: <laughs> oh, did you see his face?
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus. I went into the waiting room, shaking, like wringing my hands. And the doctor comes out, I'm very sorry, I have some bad news. You're an ugly cunt. <laughs> Did you know that? I came out with a diagnosis of cretin. <laughs> Cretinism. <laughs> I know, I'm already looking. Charming. What was I going to say? I was in the car park. Parked my car. I was in the car park the other day. Went up to get my car and I was coming out of the car park and I was going down the ramps. And you go around as you go down the different floors. And then I was near the bottom and I was coming down the ramp and another car was coming from the right. So I stopped to let him go. But he was indicating left, but I still, he didn't look like he was going left. So I stopped anyway, even though he was indicating left as if he was going to go up the ramp, but he didn't. Right. He went past me as to go down. But as he was going past me, he honked his horn real hard and then rolled down his, I was like, what the fuck? And then he rolled down his window and I had my windows up so I couldn't really hear him. And he said something like, you fucking stupid you know what I mean you need to slow down when you're coming down the ramp or something he was saying and he was giving and I was, I was taking so aback, I was kind of surprised I was like what the fuck is he giving out for like I stopped with loads of time and he's the one that's indicating left when he's going straight mm. the stupid fuck so I went down then behind him I was like right behind him and I was so happy that he kind of kept me cool and when you're coming out of the car park there's two barriers there's one on the right and there's one on the left and the one on the left was empty and your man had gone into the one that had a car in front of him. And I says, I'm going to go into the fucking one on the left here. and I'm going to have words with this fella. And, I, do you know, I had more Maz car at the time. So it was a lit, little fucking one. shitty Citroen C4. So when he was shouting at me, he probably thought this little wimpy bastard. And he had a nice big car. And I pulled up beside him and I rolled down the window. And he knew that I was there. And he knew I rolled down the window. And he's like this. And it was like a Ukrainian car. Though. It was a... Uh, uh, Eastern European car because he was on the left hand side of the car yeah. so he was right there as I was on the left hand side of him he was right there next to me and I was like sorry 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 the scumbag came out of me <laughs> I, I went so towny on this it's like when people from Dublin go on holidays they become more Dublin they're like what's up what's up yeah <laughs> I, I, I roll down the window and I said to him sorry sorry and then I was like yeah I said, did you fucking say something, did you? Did you say something? Do you want to say something now? And there he goes, no, 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 I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. And he just had his hands on the way, like that fucking shit. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
2: One That's all. What thought,
0: mate. One all. That's what I fucking thought. And then uh, and then I, I, I left and I went on my way. I was like, oh. I'd say he was raging though. Because you know when... After a situation, you're like, oh, I should have done something. I should have said something. You said something. Because that's what I was like. I wished I had gotten out of the car and said, what the fuck are you saying? When the incident first happened. But I'd say he felt like that then down, down at the barriers when I drove off. He's like, fuck, I should have talked back to him. And the funny thing is, if he had got out of his car and came over to me, I'd have been like, window up, I'm gone. <laughs> like, I was really yeah. gambling. I was really gambling. But there's something about being in a car that makes people feel safe and it makes people feel like they can do that. They can talk to you a certain way. But if there was no cars around just like closed off. Yeah. Safe, yeah. yeah. You're in a shell.
2: Like I would be in Amy's car in the passenger seat and something would happen where like I'd be saying to myself, Why didn't you beep? So sometimes I take it upon myself to just honk the horn. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. And then she's like, Don't, I wouldn't do that. So you don't do that. And I'm like, But if I drove, I'd be, that's why I don't drive. Yeah. Because I just end up beeping like every two minutes. But you wouldn't do that outside of the car. You wouldn't show that little aggression.
0: Oi. You would say, Fucking move. Move. (laughs) You wouldn't. No. You never would. But people do. Like, you know, your man rolled down his window and he shouted right into my face. Imagine he wasn't in a car and I wasn't in a car. Imagine shouting in someone's face like that. Nobody would do that. You I always knock shout the people walking out. by
2: my house and they never hear me. I just like Hello Hello. <laughs> I don't do that. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. So you think you'd get road rage? Absolutely. Really bad I'd say. Like veins and all and stopping on the M fifty and jumping out and going, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Stopping on the M fifty. Just getting up on the hard shoulder and just going. Come on. <laughs>
0: Just fighting with myself. <laughs> More. I was in the car with Maura one time, and we were stuck at a red light. And the car, at uh, the red light, literally went to green, and the car behind her honked, and she went stomping around, clicked that seatbelt off, couldn't open the door. She stood outside the car and says, "It just went green. It just went green." <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? It just went green. Like, <laughs> and your one's like, "Fucking hell!" Proper diva. Like, giving you a little reminder to just go. <laughs> Oh, she, it just went green. She, she got out of the car and she was like, it just went green. Just went green. What do you want me to do? You're like, fuck <laughs> sake. It's mad. You do get angry though. You get very angry. If someone like cuts in and front yeah. or something you're like, fuck
2: Do you that know off. that street where the Rotunda is? That road. Where all the buses stop. Parnell
1: Square. Parnell Square. Parnell Parnell Square.
2: Yeah. I was in Amy's car and she was going to take the right into another you know, parking that's along outside the Rotunda and it's really hard to find the space yes. there. Yes. And uh, there was one there, and like the bus man, like wouldn't let her on front, because he knew he she had the indicator on, and the bus like wanted to go straight away, like fuck that, do you know what I mean? And then uh, there's this fella behind us beeping, like I mean, he's like beeping and like the way you're saying, he's just in the car screaming, like, and I'm looking at him, and he's like, you're fucking, like come on, move your fucking car. So we just, uh, she was like, I'll oh, just drive, fuck it, like. So she went around you now, like the bend there, the way there's like. Spaces on the left hand side and the right hand side when you turn all the way around it. Yeah. And uh,
0: around the art museum, is it? Yeah, yeah.
2: And she put her indicator on left to just get into them spaces. And he was still behind us. And he was like fucking beeping while she was trying to get into a parking space. And he just wasn't having any of it. So I just turned around and I just went like that. Fuck off. And I stuck my finger up and he was just like fucking screaming at me. And I, I don't even drive, but it's just like so wound up about that.
0: I don't know where that pent... Like, I know where the pent-up aggression comes from, but, like, the nerve to display it just because you're in a car.
2: Yeah, and, like, she's literally going into a parking space, indicators on, and there's a free space there. And he, like,
0: wants us to go fucking straight. Yeah. I was like, I'm Parking here, you mad thing. I live at a corner house right after a mini roundabout. You know the way housing estates have, like, mini roundabouts? The pointless roundabouts. Yeah. So I go past that roundabout and then I turn left into my garden but it's like immediately after the roundabout so once I get past the roundabout I start indicating left and then I'm immediately in but it's so tight that I need to kind of turn in and nearly stop and just creep into the garden so when I do that there's always a fucking car up my arse and as soon as I start indicating and turn in and I I stop like they start honking at me as if I jammed on the brakes in front of them. Yeah, first of all, you're too close to me. Second of all, what do you want me to do? I'm turning. I'm fucking turning. I'm not going the same way as you. Like it happens with the neighbors as well because the neighbors' gates right beside us. Like we share, we share the wall. And then when they turn in, like you know, you, you hear the honk. You know they're pulling in because there'll be a car behind them honking the horn. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you every fucking time? Like does people right up your arse? Do you know what I mean? Like and you're trying to turn into your garden and then. The honking the horn at you, what do you want me to do? They probably don't expect you to turn and they're surprised by you. The fuck? So it's not your problem. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, gaff is there. You're not going to fucking
0: cater for them. You're supposed to leave three cars gap between the person in front of you so you can react in case you're kind of caught off guard. But if you're right close to me like that and I have to turn, I have to turn because I'm not going to drive past my house and like fucking turn around the roundabout and come all the way back down. You just start again then. You're too close to me.
2: Just move your gaff. It's a good idea. Brick by brick and yeah. maybe two dollars up
0: so it's not on a roundabout. I never fucking thought of that. <laughs> brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. Move your gaff. It. Just Lego. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it for another episode of the Stala Podcast. Thank you very much for listening and another quick reminder to get your tickets for the live show in Vicar Street on the 29th of September. I have to go it's a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by the Five Lamps beer from Ahia. What a sup. It's a good sup, isn't yeah. it? a good sup it is, yeah. I drink it and when I drink it in the pub, I go... Hey. I make a noise. It's an audible sound. And everyone's like... Aya. Hey! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, here. A good visit. Drink a weirdo. You need to know about a responsible drink. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, I, uh, I like that. Yeah. Right, we we'll talk to you next week. See you then. Bye. All It With Darren and Joe. A Go Light original podcast, proudly sponsored by Five Lamps. The beer from Ah Here. Try a local in your local. Get the facts. Be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie.